Welcome to the TV and Tea podcast. I'm Adriana. And I'm Selena. And we are two sisters that have decided to let the internet into the conversations that we have about TV and pop culture over endless cups of tea. In our house, the reoccurring questions are, is it tea time? To which the answer is always yes. And what are we watching? So pour yourself a cup and get ready to get into it. Hey guys! Hello, hello! So welcome back! <laughs> oh my god, the vocal! <laughs> welcome back to the show, guys! <laughs> we are back for another episode of the TV and Tea podcast. Hope you all are doing perfectly splendid. Yes! How was your week? My week was good. I haven't seen you literally all week. I know, you've been gone. I know, I was MIA. I was like, you know, I was like doing my thing. I was you like was out of the, the house. I was in the streets. Okay, antibodies. <laughs> yes, you know, I've got that COVID protection right now. <laughs> so I'm taking advantage. I'm not oh like gosh. going out too much, but I definitely like went and got Liddy this weekend. Yeah, we're wearing masks and we're staying safe, but like we're going out. Definitely wearing masks. We like, love that. People still have their own and like no more than before (laughs) i mean isn't that weird to think about yeah right that we're so deep into this and we're still dealing (laughs) (laughs) and we're still getting into it (laughs) i mean at this point like there's no other there's nothing else to do you just got to do what you got to do yeah you know Mm -hmm. i that just reminded me of a a tea story i want to talk about okay we have good tea for you guys today good get let's get into it grab a cup of tea chill with us for a while for sure i'm very excited about today's episode so start us off with your quote okay so my quote is from sex in the city okay and i guess it's a little bit of a follow-up from last week or maybe my quote from the week before i'm not sure but it reads I save my carbs for wine. It's called priorities. Yes. Literally. uh, We talked about our little workout kick, but I just need someone to explain to me how I can keep wine in my diet because I just, I love it too much. Honestly, same. Yeah. I was having this conversation with somebody. They're like, you don't really drink liquor. I was like... If I'm out, I drink liquor. Like, at a bar, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to order a wine. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not. You're going to get a cocktail. Yeah, but at home, which we are mostly, Mm -hmm. you know, a wine, a beer, like, that's where I'm at. I never make a cocktail at home. Like, it's very rare. Sometimes. I feel like in quarantine, we were on a little cocktail kick. Like, I was doing the homemade margaritas. I was doing my old fashions. But, like, that's not normal. Definitely not. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. So wine is yeah you got but wine is is a lot. I Ugh. I literally think the weight I gained in quarantine was because of wine. Honestly, same. And I thought about it, and I realized when I used to bartend, I would always work at night, so I wouldn't drink every night. Mm. You know, I would only drink when I went out, and it was like a cocktails here and there, maybe like a liquor and soda type thing because mm-hmm. I was doing like the the club thing. But now it's like a glass of wine every night. Those calories be adding up, girl. You have a glass of wine every night? Not every night, but like like maybe every two nights, three nights. Oh, I don't drink that much. But it's always just like a glass. 
Oh. See, Unless we're trying to get into it. And that's I'll have, like, my two. problem. I don't like to just have a glass of wine. Oh. <laughs> I want like two and a half glasses of wine when I drink wine. So to me, I'm only going to do that like once, maybe twice a week. Oh, okay. Because I get like a good buzz. <laughs> no, I just feel like when you work in the day and you get home at night and you don't have anything to do, like I don't have a lot of homework this semester. All my assignments are spaced out. It's like, what else are you going to do? You're going to yeah. watch a show. You're going to have your glass of wine. I mean, it makes sense. I get you. Yeah. It makes sense. I understand all the working people now. Like just a little glass of wine. Like you're not doing too much. You're just vibing. I understand that. I. But it's not good. <laughs> no. There's a book about that. It's a book. Of, I don't know what it's called right now at the top off the top of my head, but it's about women's particularly relationship with just like a glass of wine and how mm-hmm. it's like baby alcoholism. Basically, it's like oh, it is. I know. <laughs> like, I'm aware. It's like, it's like the precursor of like acceptable like alcohol abuse. Um, and they talk about that relationship and how we like glorify it and we turn it into like a social event yes. and like the mindset and all of that I, I'll find out the top the the title of the book but it's oh, a good it's good yeah I mean it definitely is but I feel like I'll read that and then I'll just feel shitty about it and I'll want to quit drinking and there's like no need for that that's <laughs> when you adopt like the French way of thinking and like Ingrid's way of drinking where she is just like you have a you have your your lapisin. lapisin. You, you sip on it for the night. You have like one glass, and you don't like beat yourself up for it. It's an indulgence. Life is for living. You see, I'm just uh, skipping the knowledge and going straight to the French way. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. That's how also, I think of it. Like, yeah. that's why when I, I'm drinking, I want two glasses because I want to get, I want to like enjoy myself. I don't oh, want to okay. be in that like, like non drunk area. Like I want to enjoy the drunk while I'm drunk and then like move on. Oh, okay. I feel you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like uh, when I do it, it's not for the drunk. It's for like, I, I truly do enjoy wine. I enjoy the taste well, of it. Yeah. Like I enjoy just Obviously. like a little bit of relaxation. And I, this is like a little bit off topic and this is a long <laughs> catch up, but I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast with Candace Owens. You know who that is? Yeah. Okay. And she was talking about her relationship with alcohol. And she was like, you know, the most productive and successful people don't drink. So I don't drink and blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, oh, but like, I I hate people who don't drink. Me too. Unpopular (laughs) opinion. I I don't like people who don't drink. So (laughs) that's the other end of it. (laughs) I just like people that can have a cocktail, relax, laugh, and like get with me and just like have a good time and you don't need to be sloppy drunk all the time no but like have a cocktail have a glass of wine (laughs) (laughs) have a beer yeah like just pick your drink like even Mm -hmm. if all you drink is like a corona beer everywhere you go just drink the corona drink the corona (laughs) right even if you're just gonna order a white claw because that is your drink do Do that same yeah i'm definitely gonna be one of those moms that like when the kids are all asleep i'm gonna like face to my friend and have my glass of wine and like you know yeah yeah that, i feel like that's just that's me <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what kind of mother i'm gonna be i'm definitely gonna be the mom that's like 
has the nanny come over and like goes out for a night of debauchery. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like every so like, you know, every so often I'll do that. I don't mm-hmm. I'll probably be a glass of wine. Eh, I don't know. We'll see. Well, we shall see. We we shall see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so my quote <laughs> is from Adam's family and Morticia says, I'm just like any modern woman trying to have it all. Yes. And that's just where I am. Have we used that quote before? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Maybe Hopefully. I just saw some somewhere else. Maybe not. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. And I am just on my grind. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to just be the baddest bitch ever. Yeah. <laughs> just be the baddest bitch in the room. Mm-hmm. And this week when I went out, I was just wheeling and dealing and, and networking <laughs> and just... You know, just doing the most. Mm -hmm. And I got so much work done. And I got so much content shot for, like, my new website. I'm starting blogging again, guys. I'm posting every day on my Instagram. We love So follow me, XO Adriana Alicia. And I'm just, like, loving it. I just feel like, ooh, I'm in a groove. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel you. That's where I'm at. Okay, we're doing much better. Much better. (laughs) So let's get into the show. (laughs) Let's get into the show. We have a quickie little show for you. Yes. It's only five episodes long, but season two is coming to, or I guess we should say part two is coming soon. Yes. Yes. We watched Lupin. Lupin. Lupin this week. And it's on Netflix if you haven't watched it yet. It's a French show and it follows a a man, Mm -hmm. Hassan Diop. And he is avenging his father's wrongful conviction Mm -hmm. um, of stealing from his employer and his eventual suicide. And he goes after stealing this, you know, famous necklace that is owned by this, the family that his father used to work for. And he goes to steal it out of the lube. And mm-hmm. he has, he's like a master of disguise. He's, yeah. It's like the French black Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> Definitely. That's one what man is. show Ocean's Eleven. One he doesn't have a crew. Show. It's like him and his one homeboy. Yeah. It reminds me kind of the like of James Bond, but like bad James Bond. Yeah. Or if, like, Sherlock Holmes wasn't an investigator, he was, like, a, a bad guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, he takes his persona from this book. These, it's like a series of books. Yeah. Our, Lupin. Arsene Lupin. Lupin. Um, which is a gentleman burglar. Yeah. So, and I love this concept of like the gentleman burglar. Same. Like you're suave, you know, sophisticated, like you're just a high end guy, but you know, you're, you're wheeling and dealing, you're doing some scamming. Right. I I love love it. It It reminds me of um, Massimo from oh, 365 D&I. I just love like a hot criminal, but like high end. Yes. Not criminal like Grand Theft Auto. Criminal like we're stealing diamonds. Yes. Right? Me too. <laughs> I love this. It's very the Italian job. Mm-hmm. It's it's giving, um, what's that other one with uh, the hot bald guy? The hot bald guy. Is it the guy that's dating the model? Yes, Rosie. Oh, okay. Hunting. Yes, that guy. That guy. What's his Every name? Every movie he's in is like that. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's uh, what is his name? 
name? Is his name Strahan? The, no. Oh, Jason Strahan? Jason Strahan? Is that him? I think it is. And he's driving. He's the a, transporter. Transporter. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's giving that kind of like European high end, just like I can wheel and deal myself into anywhere. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. Yes. And I thought the guy was so hot. I feel like the he is hot. He's hot in like his own little like way. He he's giving me um Mahershala Ali yeah. meets um Idris Elba. Like that, like, oh, just like hot, tall, strapping okay. black African man. Like, I love, love it. <laughs> I love that he's tall. Like, in every scene that he's with other people, he's always towering over them. Yes. I just, I love it. When he was in the suit and he was like walking away with the diamond and you just saw his broad shoulders yep. on his back, I was like, I just want to mount him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the thirst is real. The thirst was so real. I I thought he was very hot. Mm -hmm. And he was like, just like slick. Yeah. We love that. I loved it. Mm -hmm. And he was smooth. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was so cute. I liked the the entire concept. And Mm -hmm. then how they filmed it, how they kept going back and forth between his childhood and his past and present day. I just... I love an intertwining, interweaving story. Yeah, me too. And the way it played out, you saw bits and pieces. Like, you saw in present day, like, him reacting to something. And then you, it flashed back to, like, where that that trigger came from. Mm-hmm. I just, like, loved how they did that. Yeah, me too. And a lot happened in the later episodes that I really liked. I really liked, I think. I think this was the last episode that they flashed back to his wife finding out that she's pregnant. Okay. And then you see that at the time he was having an affair yes. with the, 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 daughter. the daughter of the, the main guy that he's going after. Yeah. It's like the plot thickens. Yeah. It's just, it's a really good show. I really liked how, how everything unfolded. But I think it's interesting that in that scene when she tells him um, she's pregnant, he doesn't hug her really he never hugs her or like kisses her he just like announces it to the room like in a part of me thinks it's like his character to be Mm -hmm. like showy yeah definitely obviously very into you but distant because he Mm. he holds secrets and he 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 requires that physical space and emotional space away from people so he's able to like wheel and deal the way he is Oh, definitely. Um, and wow, I, that does come across now that you that you mention it. Yeah, even he with the son, he's like, "Oh, I have a surprise for you," but he's not like he doesn't like he doesn't ever hug anybody, mm-hmm. and I just think that's like I don't know that still got stood out to me mm-hmm. because he's so emotionally invested in clearing his father's name and fig- and figuring out if he was innocent or not. And he's very emotional about it. Like mm-hmm. he he lets his guard slip multiple times. Like when he does when he kidnapped the the lieutenant, mm-hmm. and then he was like, "Tell me what you did to my father." Yeah, you know, you see the emotion come through in those in those places, and you can tell that like everything up until this point in his life has brought him to this place of just you know almost emulating his father in a way, mm-hmm. um, but also thinking that he's totally different from his father. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's, like, interesting how he, like, 
his emotions like seep through, but he is always keeping them at bay. Yeah, it's a it's a sense of showmanship, and I feel like uh, mm-hmm. the idea of a gentleman and like those old school men is that it's all about image. They always want to keep up this facade of mm-hmm. like I am strong, I have everything under control, and that's why he kind of he uses that as a mask and he doesn't completely show what he's feeling but you know that does come out every now and then and i found it interesting how this was very subtle but um in the last episode he's uh, talking to his wife and he's saying i'm doing this for me and our son and at first i thought it was all for him you know he wants to clear his father's name but the fact that he said it's also for his son i feel like in his mind he can't open up until that chapter of his life is done and until he finally gets the truth out like Mm -hmm. okay son you have a a good legacy we are gonna be fine we're a good family that type of thing yeah like our name is clear yeah yeah i I agree Mm mm-hmm yeah, because right now his father is always tied to the necklace, always tied to that family. So he is trying to clear that from his legacy as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Interesting. Pro tip for the show, though, if you guys haven't watched it yet, watch it in French with the subtitles. Yeah. Because the dub is very bad. The dub is so <laughs> bad. I watched it with the dub because I started the show last night and I was just way too tired to change it. I was just mm-hmm. like, I can't even. I can't. <laughs> but I love the show. Definitely recommend. Can't wait. It's, the second part is coming out in the summer. Mm-hmm. It's been confirmed. And I just, I can't wait for that. Yeah, and I'm not sure what tie it has to Money Heist, but I read an article that apparently the show was teased in the last season of Money Heist, and that's why people were so into it and looking forward to it. Oh, interesting. Maybe, maybe it's it the gave same me creators. that vibe. Money Heist vibes, yeah. It definitely gave me Money Heist vibes. Yeah, it might be the same producer, creator, something, but, hmm, but interesting. yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, can't wait for that. Definitely. Yeah. Go ahead and watch it, though. 1,000% recommend. Oh, the guy that created this is also a writer for Killing Eve. Oh. That makes a lot of sense. I haven't watched Killing Eve, but I know you're obsessed. Obsessed. And a lot of other people that I know, too. You would love it. Yeah. Honestly. I've it's so this. good. This is kind of giving that Killini. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We love it. We love Lupin. <laughs> Lupin. Listen to it in French, guys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, guys. It's time for tea. Let's see what's up. Okay, what's your first story? So, we were talking about this in our little meeting before. We're not sure if we talked about Army Hammer, but it doesn't matter. We're going to talk about him again today because there's new information. This story has been unfolding for a couple of weeks now, and it just gets weirder and weirder. So weird. Yeah, so if you don't know what's going on... A couple weeks ago, one of his ex-girlfriends came out to say that she was in a very, I don't want to call it abusive relationship, but concerning relationship with him. Yeah, toxic. Yeah, he is a dominant person in 
the bedroom. He's into some BDSM stuff. That's common knowledge. Mm -hmm. But what came out was that she released screenshots of their messages and he would tell her things (laughs) like, I want to cut you open. And eat your ribs. And eat your ribs. (laughs) We're talking about cannibalism here. Okay, so I think like... I read the the, the messages mm-hmm. and like they're weird, but yeah. I feel like people are also making this a very big deal. Okay. And like, I don't know if I would take it seriously if somebody was like, "I'm gonna eat your ribs." <laughs> like, I wouldn't <laughs> think. Like, my mind wouldn't immediately be like, "Oh, this is cannibal." Like, you literally want to cook <laughs> me. <laughs> And eat my ribs. Okay. Like, so... Like, we eat ribs off of a pig. Like, I don't know. My mind doesn't go there. (laughs) So, that was my initial thought, okay? Because, uh, I mean, I've I've read the erotic novels. I'm Uh kind of, like, uh, I know about BDSM a little bit. Right. And it's definitely, like, on the, the... scarier like a crazy end of it but it's not uncommon to like want to possess someone like you know that that to me is like a possession thing like oh and knife play and that stuff like you trust me so much and i own you that i'm gonna like do that type of thing yeah but new information has come out Uh a couple of his other ex-girlfriends have come out to say that this is what he's into and it has gotten scary the lines of consent have been blurred Mm. one of them was on a podcast last week or maybe two weeks ago. Um, Sophia with an F, the the girl that was on call her daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and she opened up and she said that a lot of times things got scary with them and he would do things that they didn't talk about beforehand. He branded her. Oh my god. Yeah. She said that. Did she, was that something she consented to? She did not agree to oh. it. He was, he, like, she was tied up. They were being intimate, and he, like, was playing with a knife with her, and he put his initials, like, on her, her like, torso area, or, like, lower torso. Interesting. And she said that she was just so enamored by him because her rela- their relationship had gone so fast, and... He was just so charming that she it's just hot let, and heavy. Yeah, toxic. She, toxic. <laughs> she she let him do a lot of things that she didn't really want to, and it, it's just crazy. She basically came out to say, you know, I want to educate other people on these types of relationships mm-hmm. because just because someone is so hot and charming and successful and like you are you think of yourself as less than them you don't have to just do whatever they want okay so this is just like a a a thing yeah for life that women women tend to like women tend to say like i have standards this is what i want and then a guy will come along and all of a sudden you're bending the rules and you're Mm -hmm. making exceptions and oh he did this and oh he's like that and you you're what that baseline that you should be upholding for yourself that you've put in place for yourself all of a sudden gets very blurry Mm -hmm. and that's where like your standards need to hold strong that's where you need to find i don't know if it's the mental fortitude strength whatever but to hold the line Mm -hmm. so to say in 
no, this is unacceptable behavior. This is not something I'll tolerate. These are not things that I want in my life or around me. Mm -hmm. And women tend to just fall apart when it comes to men that they're that they like or Mm -hmm. are cute or have money or, you know, all of a sudden it's nothing really matters because I like him. But he's Army Hammer. But he's an A-list celebrity. But he loves me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's that's a big one. But he could be a crazy person. And (laughs) she said that he would say certain things like, oh, I want to eat you i want to cut off your limbs and at first she was just like "Uh yeah sure like she didn't believe it but then like there was a point where he was actually making plans to find a doctor in la to like take out one of her ribs that she didn't need you know how you can like remove ribs he was like i want to do this with you and i want to consume you and she said that that's when it started to get scary. She was just like, I thought this was a little jokey joke. And this was not a jokey joke. That's crazy. I know. This story has really <laughs> gone from, okay. <laughs> like, okay, at first everybody's like, he's a cannibal. <laughs> and then he stopped. He like dropped out of the JLo movie and mm-hmm. he's like gone off the grid. And I was like, this is a little extreme. Like that isn't the approach that I would take but now that it's been like really confirmed like oh it's real (laughs) like oh it makes sense that you're dropping out of the j-lo movie and Mm -hmm. going off the grid like that is just so crazy to me he was in rebecca like we were just talking about him a couple episodes ago like we loved him him. (laughs) yeah it's it's just crazy and at first i thought the response was a bit extreme too i was like okay like he said some weird shit whatever <laughs> like okay. our, like our men said weird things in bed whoop-de-doo like yeah but the response actually matched the crime the, crime. Ac- the accusation the, the accusations the, that's why he reacted story. in that way he knew some shit was coming that's hilarious <laughs> to me yeah i just think it's a little weird it's, it's very strange. Um, his ex-wife posted on her Instagram. Mm-hmm. This was her comment, her one and only comment. For weeks, I've been trying to process everything that has transpired. I am shocked, heartbroken, and devastated. Heartbreak aside, I am listening and will continue to listen and educate myself on these delicate matters. I didn't realize how much I didn't know. I support any victim of assault or abuse and urge anyone who has experienced this pain to seek help that he or she needs to heal. At this time, I will be not be commenting further on this matter. My sole focus and intention will continue to be our children, my work, and on healing during this incredibly difficult time. Thanks for all the love and support. Blah, 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 blah. I don't understand. Like, what happened to her? What do you mean? Like, was she one of the people that he... Well, obviously, he did some things to her. I think he was having affairs while they were together. Okay. Because if I'm not mistaken, the like, girl Like, I just that- don't think it's... I just think it's weird that he's... She's, like... She's taking this as a difficult time. Like, this isn't a difficult time for you. You're not with that man anymore. Well, maybe she didn't know that he cheated on her. Because, oh. like, I think the girl that was on the podcast said that he started messaging her when he they was were with his wife. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So maybe she didn't know. These men, I tell you, they all really put you through some shit. <laughs> Yeah, and then also, like, how would you feel if you found out your ex-boyfriend was, like, accused of sexual assault? I would be shook. Oh, I would be shook, And, like, if you have kids with them, it's like uh, your kids are going to hear about their dad doing that wild shit. (laughs) Yeah. 
That is kind of weird. Yeah, that's sad. I would be sad. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's the stuff I'm not into. (laughs) Like, don't be trying to tie (laughs) me up and cut me. No, put that away. Go put that back in the kitchen. Like, no. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. But a lot of people like that shit. Like, I know Angelina Jolie likes crazy stuff yeah like the knife play and the it's just blood like, and the this and the that what is appealing about the blood please explain because it's her and um what's his name billy so billy bob billy used bob. to wear vials of each other's blood for a while that's sick yeah <laughs> people are crazy very weird yeah but Tell us, uh, tell us something else. Tell us something nice. <laughs> Do we have good news? <laughs> okay, I want to talk about little Uzi Vert and his diamond third eye that he has gotten placed in his forehead. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> when you said little Uzi Vert, I didn't know what the. I I don't know what I thought when you said this, but I'm processing it now. He got an a diamond implanted in his forehead. Yes. Um, he got a flawless pink diamond that is 11 carats, almost 2 million per carats. He's been paying it off to his jeweler over the past couple years. What? (laughs) He started the payments in 2017. Yeah. And it's 11 carats. Sorry, it's eleven I just, carats. I have to show you the picture. Have you haven't seen no, it? No, I haven't seen you it. Gotta, eleven carats is really big. Eleven carat diamond. It is so. It's like gross. Like wait, you got but it, how like, do you implant eleven carats in your face? You know how they do like a dermal piercing. It's like a huge dermal piercing, and what he got it the? put in between his eyebrows, on his forehead as like a third eye. Are you ready? I'm ready. i'm showing selena the picture we will post it on the instagram if you haven't already seen this you have to go why does he look like he's going to coachella (laughs) cc when he first started posting this it was like bloody and gross and disgusting i don't know this really freaks me out and grosses me out and i think this is like the most excessive use of money that is just doesn't make any sense to me two million per carat 11 carats. What was the reason? What was the reason? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, celebrities, y'all wildin' this week. <laughs> like, what? Y'all is really wildin'. I, that is not a piece of news I was expecting. I just thought it was so weird. And, like, I am all for the diamonds. You know, bling me the fuck out. But, do you the need forehead? it in your skin? In your skin. In your face. When he passes away, is it going to stay? I'm sure his body would decay and that would just be the only thing left. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) These are the things I think about. (laughs) I didn't think that far because I What's going to happen to the diamond when he dies? In a year, he's taking this down and turning this into a pinky ring. Like, that's it. Ew, but then there'll be a hole. I just don't know why he thought the face. <laughs> you can't take that out. There's always going to be a big-ass hole there. Right. <laughs> but, like, to leave it in, like, how do you wash that? <laughs> 
How does that heal also? What if it like keloids or something? And Ew. It well, like what if his skin doesn't heal correctly? That Those are the questions I have. Like what's up with your skin? And how do you wash it? Are you allowed <laughs> to wash your face? Like what happens now? How fragile is it? Can someone just like rip it out? Oh my God. <laughs> you guys should have seen the shiver that Adriana just had. Oh my God. When I saw the pictures, I immediately like gagged. I was like, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, I just, I just think it's nasty. Well, I'm, I'll be praying for him that, you know, nobody tries to, like, do anything to him and that it heals well because this concerns me. <laughs> like, you know how when you leave earrings in for too long and you, like, you shower with them and they start to, like, smell and, like... Ew. You know, like, that, like, I need to j- clean my ears smell? But I'm ass- assuming that dermal piercings are different because they aren't like exposed to the air at least like the bottom i don't know how i feel like anything you have on your body in your body anywhere you have to clean it in some fashion yeah so how do you clean that that's Uh, all i'm thinking of how do you clean that i don't know anyways (laughs) we we can't talk about this anymore we we have another sex scandal okay a sex scandal yes trey songs okay trigger trey second week in a row talking about him he's doing a lot right now he's doing too much he needs to relax so apparently he has a sex tape out a sex tape of him was leaked um, this is all alleged. We don't have his face in this video. We only have a voice that kind of sounds like him. But people are going crazy about it because his member's very large. Well, we know that already, don't we? I didn't know that. I feel like I know that. I don't know why I know that, but I know that. Perhaps. Maybe that's a thing. I think so. Just like when Justin Bieber's, uh, like, uh, well he had photos leaked yeah but now they're gone but we just have the memory of like okay he he's big okay so yes um trey songs sex tape it's all over twitter and people have started making memes out of it they've been putting his songs (laughs) to like the beat of him hooking up with this girl interesting yeah and i mean i i've seen the video and it's wild it's wild. It's not, wild? Like, it's not wild. It's not wild, but like, <laughs> like, what are they doing? They're not doing much. It's just like it's wild because it is very large. Um, is it like what's he doing? Is he just like giving back shots? Like, yeah, what's he doing? yeah. <laughs> He's just doing that. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Celebrity sex tapes are those like are are we still excited about that? I mean, I think if it's good, like when Jay Alvarez's sex tape got leaked, who's that? He's in. Uh, he was like one of the first Instagram influencers. He was dating Alexis Ren. You don't know nothing about this couple, but they were a big deal. We've talked about this before. <laughs> the fact that you don't know who they are. <laughs> anyway, is it his sex tape got leaked, and it was a big deal because his was big too. So I don't know. We're moving into an age of, we've talked about this too, but like everyone has an OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares if celebrities' pictures are out there. Yeah. 
Like I saw, I think Tyga has an OnlyFans, and I saw a what? video of him, and I was what? like, "Whoa, okay, Tyga." No, he was by himself. <laughs> this is weird. Yep, <laughs> I was like, "Okay, Tyga, all right, I see you." Yeah. Wow. I just think it's a little weird. Maybe he's getting ready to launch an OnlyFans. <laughs> no, I think he has an OnlyFans. Like, I think no, I'm talking like, about Trey songs. Oh, maybe. <laughs> He's not doing much lately, except for scandals. (laughs) Because the other day, remember, he was, like, accused of rape? Yes, I remember those allegations. Yeah, like, he needs to lay low. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We had, like, a source for those allegations. Yeah. So, yeah. Because it happened in Miami, one of the alleged assaults. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and everybody knows everybody here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but... What else do you... I don't know. Celebrity culture is just very weird. It's weird right now. It's get, It's gotten weird. The simulation's broken. <laughs> <laughs> you know that 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 video of me, Nini on on Real Housewives? And she's like, it's getting weird. Like, it's getting really weird. Like, <laughs> yes. That's how I just feel about life. Like, it's mm-hmm. getting weird. Yeah. And my next story has... This is a perfect segue. So the weekend has revealed why he's been walking around in bandages. Okay. Okay. Um, for almost a year now, since he began promoting his promoting his album, the star has worn an outfit complete with a red blazer, black leather gloves, and most notably, artificial bruising and fully and a fully bandaged face. Mm-hmm. The significance of the entire head bandages is reflecting on the absurd culture of Hollywood celebrity and people manipulating themselves for superficial reasons to please and be validated. It's all a progression, and we watch this character's storyline hit heightened levels of danger and absurdity, absurdity as his tale goes on. So that's kind of like the journey he's taken us on. Mm-hmm. And did you see when he, his last video. And he was like implants super. Yes. In the bruising. So it's basically he is. He's it's his interpretation of what has trend like what the women on social media have deemed as attractive and how absurd it is. OK, so I'm going to stop you there. OK. I hate performance art. (laughs) My unpopular opinion is that I really hate performance (laughs) art, especially like uh, when it tries to make like a a social commentary. I think it's so pretentious. I think nobody gets it. (laughs) Well, yeah. I think nobody gets it because he didn't explain it. (laughs) No, but even when it's explained, it's just like, okay. (laughs) like if it's art and we're supposed to appreciate it and like it's supposed to make us feel something but the whole time you were doing it we were all just confused i know what was the reason because at the american music awards when he came with the bandaged up face everybody was like (laughs) i remember that night on twitter and everybody was like bandaged face (laughs) needs to go and get off of the stage like nobody was feeling it um, and also, it's very, it doesn't make sense for the weekend. You know, he came out and he was singing about effing <laughs> bitches and getting money. And now he's talking about celebrity and how absurd it's become. 
I just think, okay, this is my, this is an unpopular opinion. <laughs> I don't get the hype for the weekend. Like, I think he's so overrated. I don't like him either. I'm like, he's, I'm just like not a fan. You know, I think he makes good music. I think yeah. his voice is cute, whatever. <laughs> but like, he's not the second coming of Michael Jackson. Please stop lying. Like, just yeah, stop it. Yeah, I just. That's one. Two. Something like this needs to be dropped all at once. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't have the attention span (laughs) (laughs) or the knowledge anymore, like, to be able to consume this over months of a time. Like, this needed to be, here is my album, here is a group of videos, here is this, like, commentary on celebrity culture and plastic surgery and just that whole thing uh and i just feel like this is so done like you know how many guys in la make music complaining about how superficial the women in la are like you're not being iconic new it's not also he i don't know like yeah i just don't feel feel like he's he's explained this enough (laughs) definitely not so it's like it's lost all meaning and now i'm just annoyed because you've walked around looking crazy yeah but i do think he has a point because i actually posted it like an instagram story rant like two days ago like talking about this exact same thing Mm -hmm. because i do feel like we're moving to a place of just mental illness that has run rampant in the age of Instagram. And like sure. the whole concept of like the Instagram face. I don't know if you read that article by Vanity Fair. Like I think it was last year. It was like the age of the Instagram face. It might not be Vanity Fair. Somebody. I don't, I don't think so. Um, and they're, they were talking about like the composite of what has now been deemed a beautiful face. And it's mm-hmm. like that Instagram Bella Hadid, Kylie Jenner, high cheekbones, pulled back eyes, mm-hmm. cat eye like really angular chin big lips like Mm -hmm. there's like a they it's like drawing references from all these different cultures and and facial structures Mm -hmm. and the fact that every single person on the planet right now wants to look like that to me is a mental illness in like 30 years like psychologists will come out with their studies and their papers and they're going to be like this is this issue like i don't know what it's going to be called but I do think it's totally weird that everybody wants to look like that. It's more than just like the rise and fall of trends and what is mm-hmm. popular for a time period. Like this is not just like a pixie haircut like in the 20s. Yeah. This has gone like way further than that. And I do think like mentally we haven't fully like understood what's happening because we're in the midst of it. So I do appreciate this commentary. I just wish it was done in... Like, by a different artist, one, and in a different way. <laughs> by a different artist and in a different way. I see what you mean. I I guess when you think about it like that, it's not that pretentious. I just feel like a, a lot of performance art comes from, like, personal experience. Mm-hmm. But if you do think about it, and we were even talking about this the other day with the, the, the body. The body type. Yeah, the body the, type. Like, the small, tiny waist, the huge, curved-out hips that nobody in na- nature has. I'm it's sorry. A, yeah, like, it's a cultural phenomenon. And I feel like it's uh, a lot of people, a lot more people, 
and uh, you know correct me if i'm wrong um like have body dysmorphia because of this we're just shown all day like bodies that are not natural and it's being masked as i'm i'm an individual and i can make choices for myself and my body to make my like to improve my look for whatever reason i want to Mm -hmm. and it's like which i agree with i agree with but i think it's coming from a place of like I'm going to do this because I feel empowered and we're not really looking under the hood of what that actually means and what that's actually being built off of. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a huge problem. Like, again, don't go on reality TV when you need therapy. Don't go cut open your body and completely change who you are and what you look like instead of going to therapy. Like, I Mm -hmm. think there's some serious mental issues that are going on right now in like a vast majority of our culture and and people, women especially, but the men are catching up to us. Like there are men that are cutting open their faces, getting lipo, like mm-hmm. going to doctors and getting as much plastic surgery as women are now. And that's becoming more and more popular for them, mm-hmm. especially on like the coastal cities, huge like metropolitan cities. Mm-hmm. But in in 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, it will be interesting to see like the psychological studies that come out of it, right? what's happening right now i think Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm just bored like you're you guys actually want to look like each other i just think that's so weird it is weird i can understand like oh that girl has like a nice butt i wonder if i can work out to have a nice butt too Mm -hmm. but then working out to say like now my body looks great for Mm -hmm. me but i think it's weird to be like I want those hips. And then to go out and get those exact same hips. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. The concept of that is, like, so strange to me. Like, your whole squad of friends. Like, I just, I was telling you this the other day. Like, Kylie and Stassi are built the same. Yeah, and and so is Ariel and and Larsa and and Kim and Chloe and Malika and, like, the whole squad. Every single person they're around looks the exact same. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not weird. Like, what it's, in it's a internally are they thinking as, like, the person that is, like, the blueprint? And then how does the person that's, like, copying feel? I don't know. I just think it's very weird. It is weird. But the weekend's little thing, <laughs> it, it feels like it came from a hurt place. <laughs> he has that makes no, sense. He has no women's, no future. <laughs> so... <laughs> I hope you guys got the Mama Elsa joke. Yes. No things, no, no future. future. Yeah, I don't know. I think I just wish you had done this differently. But I do think it's an interesting conversation to have, and I don't think enough people are having it. Mm-hmm. His definitely came from like Bella left me though. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. He's like you went and like have changed your face essentially, and now I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I just do I maybe I just have a, a unhealthy view of like men and I think that they're all trash because I just feel like uh, like why why is he commenting on this? It has to have come from like a, a weird place. Yeah, I do think there's a little bit of that as well at mm-hmm. play here. Um, But I do think it's an interesting conversation and I think it's it's something to think about. Like even like the use of like the weird Instagram filters, like Mm -hmm, that distorts people. Now you can't take a picture without a filter on your face. You can't be seen without makeup. Like, you know, you sleep at a guy's house and you're you're running out the door before you can wash your face. Like, you know, there's there's a level of like 
and I hate to even say this because men are always saying like makeup is deception, but like there has to be a level of comfort in just who you are plainly that's there. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be a bad bitch because we're on that bad bitch mm-hmm. level. Um, and, you know, always leveling up. But, you know, there's just like a level of like balance that I think should be there. I don't know if anyone else has noticed this, all of our our younger listeners, and this is a a side conversation for another time, (laughs) but I feel like also younger men, they already have unrealistic expectations expectations and of like beauty because they did grow up like looking at these girls on Instagram that have fake faces, fake bodies. It's like... uh, yeah, I have noticed that with the younger men I've dated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's weird. The, yeah. They, there's also... They there's, think that that's how women look. Yeah. All the Instagram baddies that they're following, and then it's like, no, no girl that they meet in real life, like a real girl that's natural, is gonna, like, be enough for them. And you know what's also weird? It's like half of those girls don't even actually look like that because they're using filters, they're using, they're photoshopping their pictures, and it's like, it's just like a really vicious cycle of unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On both ends, it's like, I don't look like that. How can I look like that? What should I do? You don't look like that. Now you're a catfish. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this, it's this seesaw of just like, none of this is real. Like, yeah. come back to reality. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I feel very strongly about this. <laughs> and I think it's, you know, something to think about. Yeah. And then I, do you have another piece of news? I have one last piece. No, that's it for me. Okay. So I'm going to end the pod off on a good note. (laughs) Nicole TV, AKA Kayla Nicole had her baby Uh and she's so funny. She posted a picture of the baby (laughs) on her chest and she said, we did it, Joe. (laughs) I did see that. Yeah. I thought it was so cute. So funny. We love her as a mom. And then did you see the other one with like the picture of the baby with the fake teeth? (laughs) (laughs) She like photoshopped like grown teeth onto the baby and it just made it look so weird, but it was so funny. She's just so goofy. And like, if you guys watch any of her videos during her pregnancy, you know what I'm talking about because she, she's a very skinny girl. Yeah. And she, the only fat that she had was like on her stomach. So she would like do these weird dances, <laughs> like twerk and then the belly would jiggle. It's just like, she's just so funny to me. And it's weird to think of her as a mom, but like, I'm happy that How she's old happy. Is she? I think she's 19, 20. Wow. She's young. Yeah. Something like that. That's cute. But her and her man seem like happy and they're Good for engaged. Her, bro. So, you know, Good cute. for her. Happy. Yeah. Mazel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she's going to be such a funny mom. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you guys for tuning into this episode of the TBNT podcast. Go ahead and subscribe to us wherever you are listening, whether that's Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you know, all the places. And wherever you're listening to us, please go ahead and leave us a five-star review. 
tell us something nice. Mm -hmm. And if you're watching us on YouTube, feel free to subscribe and to give this video a thumbs up. And we will be back next Friday with another episode to serve up the tea on the latest TV and pop culture news. Bye, guys. Bye.